Hey, super fans! It's your friendly neighborhood host, Maria Timonina. Welcome to the Super Intuit Podcast, a show about people and their passions. Check us out online at my website, mariatimonina.com, or on Instagram at maria underscore timonina. Special thanks to the marvelous Veronica Gruba for her sound engineering magic, and my grandparents, Joanna Gramps, for being my number one fans. If you'd like to support the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. Now let's get into it. <laughs> Same. Same. Absolutely. Uh, just a little child screaming in the background, no big deal. Um, so I'm here with Chops Bailey. Hey, Chops. Hey. Um, and I'll probably have a visual because when I post on Instagram or whatever, but like Chops also has amazing mutton chops. So I just want everyone <laughs> to know that about chops. Yeah, uh, just, just picture Wolverine, but with a big, stupid cowboy mustache added on top of it. And I have to say, because it's my favorite anecdote you shared with me already, he's wearing a shirt that says Born to be Wild with the head of a cheetah on it. Cheetah? I think. Yeah, a cheetah. And and there is a googly eye on the cheetah. So basically, Chops is the coolest, is what I'm trying to say. It says Born to be Wild. Born to be Wild. The googly eye is how you know how wild it is. Indeed. <laughs> so Chops is an actor, a dad, and a fitness enthusiast. <laughs> um, so Chops, let me ask you, what are you super into? I'm super into the post-apocalypse, as depressing as that sounds. Yes. Uh, hey, I'm here for it. I'm ready. I'm nihilistic as they come. <laughs> Let's do this. Yeah. So yeah. what about the post-apocalypse here? Because there's a, there's a lot. There's a oh. lot already. Oh, Absolutely. This conversation we can go but where do you want to start um you know wasteland weekend's a good place to start okay it's it's not a real post-apocalypse it's a cinematic post-apocalypse which is way more fun okay so i'm not even that familiar with wasteland weekend will you tell me all about it absolutely um (laughs) imagine i don't want to say a little bit like burning man because it gets compared to that an awful lot okay Um, but but we don't like that comparison or we do like it it's an apt comparison Okay. People, people who are into wasteland sometimes bristle a little bit at it because they're like, we're not, we're not burner. It's fine. It's, very <laughs> it's a lot of people in the desert. So they're all very competitive. Yes. Which I appreciate. Absolutely. Yes. It's, uh, it's essentially just a celebration of the post-apocalypse in the middle of the Mojave Desert for five days. Like a music festival? Uh, there is music. Um, there, it's a lot of it's, it's costuming, it's vehicles. Uh, okay. It's whatever your favorite kind of debauchery is. Yeah. Um, a lot of a lot of dodgy homebrew and uh, oh god and people who've built their cars into into insane things. Yeah. Um, but here's my question: So when we talk about the apocalypse in general, there are so many different theories. But it feels like because we've you've told me about wasteland a little bit before. It mm-hmm. feels like wasteland, especially being set in the desert, is the Mad Max version of Absolutely, it. Because yeah. there's so many directions we can go, but like if we're talking desert, I mean, come on. Yes. Yeah. It's definitely, it's very, it's more Mad Max than the road. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm imagining a festival based on the road and it's just a bunch of depressing people dressed up in, in uh, just like homeless people pushing around shopping carts. <laughs> not, not a lot of fun. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't pay money for that. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. Okay. So pe- people are, Getting wasted at Wasteland Weekend on this homebrew and a lot of just kind of running yeah. around and what else do you do there? Yeah, um, you know what everyone brings. Everyone spends the whole rest of the year building things for Wasteland cars okay. mostly. Okay, um, 
I've got a friend who who took a, a classic Mustang. Mustang people are going to love this. He took a classic 60s Mustang and he mounted the entire thing on a Bronco chassis. So it's a big four-wheel drive off-road Mustang with a machine gun on the hood and tailpipes going everywhere. An actual machine gun? Fake. Fake machine gun. It looks gun. very realistic. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Can, yeah. And he, you can still drive the vehicle? Oh, he drives it to work every day. Are you kidding me? I'm not even joking. Where does he live? Uh, Burbank. And also, what does he do for him? <laughs> <laughs> that they'll just let him do this without like calling the police? Oh, he's, he's a prop guy. Oh my God. Of course he is. Okay, well that's on brand. Yes, absolutely. That's totally fine. Yeah, it's all fully street legal, but it looks like he's just... Just come out of a war zone. I love that. I love when guys <laughs> say the phrase "street legal" because that's like so- <laughs> yeah, it's like a real sub subculture. I'm not very uh, <laughs> attuned to, and I'm happy to not be. But I'm very happy for your friend. That's amazing. Yeah, oh, it's amazing. He was he was an inspiration. Uh, he was there at the very beginning. Yeah, and, uh, and he's he's inspired so many other really insane creations. Yeah, um, I. I don't personally have a garage where I could do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, I, I did it in my own little way. Yeah. I took a, I, I'm a, I liked Waterworld. God help me. I loved Waterworld. <laughs> I thought it was great. Kevin Costner, good oh. job on that one. <laughs> oh, yes, Kevin Costner. <laughs> um, so I took, uh, someone gave me a broken jet ski. Okay. And I, I hollowed it out, pulled, the, pulled out the motor, took a saw and sawed out the bottom of it, and I mounted it onto a scooter. Like a Honda scooter. Oh my god! And so now it's a fully street legal jet ski that you can just drive around town. Are you kidding me? No. Oh my god! It's insane. Why have I never seen this? It's it's so it's it's one of those early stand up jet skis. Yeah. Um. So it doesn't legally speaking have a seat, or what? or practically speaking, you have to kneel in the thing to drive it around. It's. How does that feel compared to well riding a regular motorcycle? You're seated. You got your yeah. handlebars. And it feels normal, except like the thing between your legs is like, like shaking yeah. you. Except for that, yes. Except for that. So <laughs> what? So you just you're kneel like how? What do you mean kneeling? You have to kneel inside. It's one of those little tiny Kawasaki's from the early '80s where you have to basically you kneel in it, and then you when you get up to speed, you stand up, and you the handlebars are on a hinged thing that goes up, so you can. What? Um, so it doesn't have a seat. You can either straddle the entire thing, which means your your legs are spread entirely too far apart. Or oh you can ride God. it in a kneeling or standing position, which is ridiculous and impractical. And if you're going more than a couple of miles, it's not very comfortable. Yeah, that sounds horrifying. But people love it. You, you stop oh, yeah. at a stoplight and everyone around you just goes, what in, the, what in the hell are you doing and what is that? I feel like between you and your friend with the tricked out Mustang, you guys cause probably 10% of the car accidents <laughs> in Los Angeles. Easily. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> uh, I'm just I'm just trying to make people happy. They're yeah. in traffic, and I'm, I just zoom by, and they're like, "Oh, I'm stuck in traffic." Was that a jet ski? I think that's a jet ski I just saw. Yeah, yeah. That would make me happy. So, yeah, I, I can't build a car, but I built a stupid little jet ski, and I drive it around the desert once a year. That's amazing. <laughs> do people make art installations for Wasteland Weekend like they do with Burning Man? Um, they do. It's just more. Sp- specifically focused art it's not mm. it's never really art for art's sake it's art that's pretending to be something you would see in a in a fictional post-apocalypse oh. um, like the gates at wasteland weekend i'm part of the build crew mm-hmm. build and tear down and we built uh, these giant big giant rusted gates uh that have wasteland print uh, wasteland spelled out in giant rusty letters that's so um, cool and it's it took it's taken us 
years and years of effort to build to build the just the front gates. And there's a Thunderdome. I don't know if you ever saw Thun- Beyond Thunderdome. I know. What is that? It was the third Mad Max movie, and it was not very good. Uh, but Tina Turner was in it. Of course. And there was good a giant Tina. dome where people fought to the death. Oh. Yeah. So that's at Wasteland Weekend? Yeah. How did you guys... It's in the middle of the desert. Yeah. How did you even... How? How? Uh, there's a group called the Death Guild. Um, okay. <laughs> and uh, they're, they're I'm actually... Scared. Yes. The, they're, they're, Are they're, they listening now? They're originally from, from Burning Man. Uh, they've, okay. they've brought their Thunderdome to, to Burning Man for years and years. Yeah. Uh, and when we started doing our thing, they were like, well, this is an obvious thing to bring the Thunderdome to. Yeah. So they bring the Thunderdome and they we hang people... Uh, we hook, they hook people up to harnesses and hang them from bungees from the ceiling. What? And they give them foam bats. Oh, my God. And they just God. beat each other silly with big foam bats. That's hilarious. How far off the ground are you when you're in the harness? Um, inches. Okay, great. I think, I think the point of the harness is to keep you from being able to really grab the ground with your feet. So you can't really get a purchase on the ground. So you can't really hit the other person that hard. Yeah. So you're, you're just sort of barely touching the ground whacking each other with foam bats. But everyone looks like they're ready for war. Everyone's wearing helmets and things that look jagged and covered in rust. And, uh, oh, my God. But they're just smacking each other with foam bats. That's hilarious. Yeah. If, can you kick? Um, I feel like I'd kick if I was in that scenario. I feel like you probably could. Okay. Because um, I feel like you could if, yeah. if you can get it swinging. You know, and like get that body weight. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. I feel like in, that's a little In more. theory, you could. Uh, they, they've got the harnesses set up in such a way that almost every movement you do makes you go in the complete wrong direction. Oh, really? It's great. How do you mechanically set that up? I have no idea. You, it just happens. No idea. It's the magic they, of they've got you. Again. They've got you suspended from your center of gravity. So you just, you're, if you kick too hard, you'll accidentally flip yourself over. Oh, my God. You'll probably miss the other person, flip yourself over, and just look really silly. That sounds amazing. <laughs> I've actually never fought in the in the dome. Why not? I don't know. It just doesn't, You don't get to it? There's so many other things to see and to do that I, mm. I, you know, waiting in line for the Thunderdome has always been sort of a secondary priority. Yeah. But right next to the Thunderdome, we've got a, a bar. It's called the Atomic Cafe, and it's built, and it's a little bar built entirely out of car parts. What? And, uh, and the drinks are all free they're donated everyone comes to wasteland you bring some booze for me you bring some booze for the cafe and you donate it to the cafe and they serve drinks uh to four thousand people for five days and at the end there's still enough left to get an army drunk wow that that ends up getting the build and tear down crew drucker <laughs> yeah so i get i guess by the time you're done tearing down there's no more alcohol left huh <laughs> You know what? There's still an amazing amount left. Really? Yeah. That's Every day nice. we designate one bottle OSHA. And we put a little we put a little reflective vest on OSHA, and we have periodic OSHA meetings where everyone shows up uh, for the safety meeting, and we pass around the bottle. Is it? Is that a direct reference to the cult leader? No. Oh uh, my god. It's, no, it's a, no, it's a reference to, to OSHA, the 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 organization that makes all of our. Uh, all of our workplaces safe. Oh my um, god! Okay, well that makes a lot more sense. Because isn't there um, the come on wild yes. wild country? Isn't yes, that what wild, they call him? Country. Am I hallucinating? You're not wrong. I think okay. that, I think that is what they called him. Oh my god! In retrospect, in my mind, I'm just going to pretend that's what you guys are referencing when you do that because that makes me happy. <laughs> I love it. That's wild. We are kind of a big weird cult. Yeah. So were you part of kind of? The originating team for Wasteland Weekend. I mean, you're you're very deeply integrated into this community. It sounds like I have become. Uh, I, it's not that I'm even doing anything outstanding. I've just been there mm. since 2010, the first year. Oh, cool! Um, so I've just been there as long as anyone 
uh, yeah. So uh, it's it's bizarre living in a world where everyone recognizes me. Yeah. Because no one recognizes me in L.A. Oh, yeah. Fun. There's a lot of people in L.A., though, to be <laughs> There fair. are a lot. I mean, I could be in the same room as an A-list celebrity and just be like, dude, to do, I have no idea. <laughs> That's not an A-list celebrity. It's probably just his body double. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. His stand-in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, that's really cool. I mean, and and what I've heard about Burning Man communities and, and it sounds like the similar culture at Wasteland Weekend, like people seem to just be awesome. Oh, they're who great. Who do these things. Like the generosity that you were describing with like Brit just bringing alcohol and there's too much. I mean. There's always too much booze. That's it's lovely. amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I just like what that means about the people who go there, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I feel like some people maybe don't go because it looks intimidating. Yeah, everyone I think looks so. like everyone looks like they're dressed to get in a fight. Yeah, uh, but you show up and that guy who's dressed to to get in a fight uh, goes, "Hey, you!" and you're like, "Oh no, am I in trouble?" And he goes, "Come over here, we've got barbecue." Yeah, it's it's that kind of atmosphere. So is it just like a bunch of adults cosplaying? <laughs> yes. At oh, the end absolutely. Of the day? Yeah. Oh, they like to they like to pretend that they're not cosplayers. Oh my god! It's amazing. No. Like there, there's a lot of like I love it. They're just like we're not cosplayers. We're wastelanders. Like I get it. But oh you're, my god! You're cosplaying a desert movie. You're you're pretending to be some sort of warrior in the middle of the desert, and it's. You're in denial about being a cosplayer. I love it's how... It's just really dirty cosplay. Yeah. I, lo- I love how there's, like, ego involved. Meanwhile, they're, like, in bungee harnesses trying to hit each other with foam bats. Like, oh, that's spectacular. Oh, it's great. Uh, but we, we find our ways to uh, to compete in ways that are still friendly. There's a, yeah. there's a homebrew competition. Yeah. Everyone makes, uh, everyone makes their own... Like, there's... On the one end of the scale, you've got... You've got the guy who brings 10 gallons of homemade mead... Oh, he God. spent the last two years brewing it. I mean, some of it's Jeez. got blackberries in it, and some some of it's got uh, exotic herbs and spices. Yeah. Um, and on the other end, of it, you've got me. I brew apple wine in my garage. In, oh, that's so in, cool! In Home Depot buckets. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> Have you ever placed? Oh God, no. no, no. My stuff turns out great, but it's definitely low budget. Um, sure. And I, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to beat the guy who's spent two years brewing mead. I spent exactly one month making that apple wine. Yeah. It's fine, but it's not two years of mead. How do you just make apple wine? Um, it's it's actually it's apple juice, the crappiest store bought apple juice you can find. Okay, so not um, like the ones that come in the glass apple shaped bottles. Like that's I love that stuff. You know, I tried that once. It yeah? turns out exactly the same. Really? Yeah. Huh. It's great. It's literally just apple juice, wine yeast, and uh, wine and yeast. Uh, dextrose, which is just a, a kind of sugar. Yeah. And the yeast just eat up that dextrose, and they turn the apple juice into booze. Wow. It's kind of outstanding. That's amazing. I know. I have some um, older family members who used to do like moonshine and stuff, and like bury yes. it in the fields. You know. <laughs> so I feel I like oh, the like. That's real moonshine. Yeah, like real. Like they have to dig it. If like remember, uh, my my great grandpa, bless him. He, uh, I remember he had this story about like getting in trouble because he'd like be, be out in the field with a shovel trying to remember like where he put it last time before it snowed or whatever, and like trying to find it. That's amazing. Yeah. 
This is like Russian farmer homebrew? No, this is my step family, Western oh. Pennsylvania. Oh, Western Pennsylvania. Yeah. <laughs> and I, my so my lovely my lovely grandparents, Joanna Gramps as I call them. Love you guys. Hey, they're some of my biggest fans. The rest of you need to catch up. Uh, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, but I I feel like great grandpa told me that. Um but yeah, uh, I yeah I love I love that idea uh, for the apocalypse in general because like I'm so into apocalypse like TV film like oh yeah the more the merrier. What's what's your favorite? Oh God, um, Walking Dead. You know, okay, so here's my thing: not great with gore. Yeah, Walking Dead. They love it. Yeah. They love the gore. My wife so, hates the gore, and I'm kind yeah. of feeling it myself. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm kind of surprised. Yeah. I, feel like I, li- be- I like violence, but some, like sometimes <laughs> if, if there's too much meat flying around, it, it kind of, it sometimes it's a little much. Yeah. yeah. I have to agree. Um, would you say Mad Max is your favorite? Yeah, the, probably. The old one or the new one? That's tough. They're both great. Um, I think Road Warrior, the second Mad Max was probably the best one. Mm. Um, yeah. I couldn't, Fury, Fury Road had better cars. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't really get through. I I had to watch Mad Max for an Australian cinema class I took. Oh. Yeah. And um, the old one. And I just couldn't get through it. It's a little slow, the first one. It's a little slow. And there's some like problematic things that like no one talks about in it that just happen in the background that are quite disturbing. Interesting. And, like what? Oh, just like a rape. Oh, Someone yeah. just gets oh, raped yeah. oh, and it's in the one, background. Yes. And yeah. I was just like, this is horrifying. Like I, like, I get that these people are bad, but like, can you give me a break? Because I, I thought my perception was like, yeah, it's an action film and it's cool and they're shooting. Oh, yeah. But I didn't think like it would be god awful. Yeah. 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 Like you can, you can, yeah, you can kind of, you can make violence entertaining Rape, not so much. No. No. Rape no. is never entertaining. I'm sure they didn't put it in there to be entertaining. Like, I don't think anyone's that horrific who, no, no. who created the movie. Mm. I, I just guess that, yeah, I wasn't expecting it. And just like background rape is like never fun. <laughs> Surprise background rape. Surprise background rape is a phrase I never thought I'd ever hear. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm I feel sorry. Bad. I, I feel bad it. that I'm laughing about it. I know. It's so terrible. Oh. But then they turned around and were like, hey, um, we realized that we were super sexist and like, here's new Mad Max. Sorry about that. So yeah. I think they I think they accomplished what they set out to do with their whole like making it more feminist. Yeah. And, oh, absolutely. I, yeah. I love the new one. I love I love how much it was uh, uh, Charlie's and how much of it was yes. not was not Max. Uh, yeah. I don't even think he spoke for the first half of the movie. Yeah. Uh, it was great. I would watch more movies with her character. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, though, I mean. So you didn't see the second one, though. So I didn't see the second one. Interesting. Is it as slow? No. It's no. much faster. Okay, well, maybe I'd consider. Yeah. Also, it's funny. Between the first and the second one, you could argue the first one isn't even explicitly post-apocalyptic. No one really says anything about an apocalypse, to my recollection. Is Like, they're driving around with a family in, like, a like a station wagon. That doesn't feel very... Like, the second movie is all assless chaps and mohawks <laughs> and people, people riding around in feral gangs stealing gas from each other. Yeah. The first movie... Max has a kid and a wife in a station wagon. And when it when the tire breaks, he actually takes it to a shop to get the tire fixed. That doesn't feel very... It feels like a tree falling in the woods because it's like... If, if it looks like an apocalypse, but no one says it's an apocalypse, yeah. it isn't an apocalypse. Yeah. Also, the police chief doesn't wear shirts. 
Oh, no yeah. No one says anything about it. I didn't even realize that. That's hilarious. We've got ties, but no shirts. That's Was, wasn't he wearing a tie? I honestly can't remember. It's been a while. I, yeah. For some reason in my head, I've got a picture of this guy who's wearing a tie, but no shirt. Yeah. That's so great. I want someone to cosplay as that at Wasteland Weekend. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I don't think I've ever seen anyone dressed as him. That'd be a good one. Yeah. Because it's just so random. I love the random cosplays. Those are my favorite. Oh, they're great. Yeah. Sometimes they get a little they get a little out there sometimes at Wasteland. Like people people find these really obscure other movies and they'll they'll come dressed as a six string samurai. Have you seen it? No. It's a post apocalyptic movie starring some guy named Buddy who has a <laughs> has six uh, a six string guitar okay. and a samurai sword. Okay. And he looks kind of like Buddy Holly. Okay. <laughs> and it's a, but it's a musical. Uh, well, of course it is. Of yeah, that it sounds is. like a musical. Yeah, it features a what? band called the uh, the Red Elvises, a, oh my God. A, a Russian surf rock band. What? Yeah. Why don't I just constantly play music from the Red Elvises in my daily life? Oh, that sounds amazing. They're great. Oh my God. Yeah. Do people cosplay as the Red Elvises? Uh, I haven't seen them yet. I would love to have them actually play a wasteland. Could you imagine? Oh, that'd be oh, great. I would actually see that. We need your director of programming. To I'm in it. Get I'm on in this. It. Yeah, I. Yeah, the music, the music at Wasteland. Oddly enough, I I give them grief sometimes. Do you? Like, there's a lot of like metal and industrial and goth music. And I'm like, right. none, none of this is post-apocalyptic, guys. I guess the the theme of like loud things and violence, I get it. But like, in a world where electricity is scarce, you're not going to really have any giant amplifiers and stuff. Yeah. Like, but no one's going to come to the big stage to see a guy playing a didgeridoo. So <laughs> I get it. I get why we, I get the way, why it's like that. Yeah. Do people get, I feel like I would get into arguments with people about how I picture post-apocalyptic world to look like given like, oh, yeah. you know, like different recent events. So like, do people get really crazy about their theories? Oh, absolutely. Oh my God. Yeah. What are some of the best theories you've heard? Oh God. Like theories about the actual apocalypse? I guess. Or just like things you've seen happen there. Um, at Wayside. I'm not sure if I, I've, I don't think I've witnessed a lot of fights about like why the actual apocalypse is coming. It's mostly a lot of fights about whether or not someone's costume is post-apocalyptic. Oh my God. Like, cause there's always that one guy who shows up in a Deadpool costume and has oh. to be told that like Deadpool, this isn't, it, it's not Comic-Con. Yeah. Like Deadpool, Deadpool doesn't really fit in. You got to go put on something else guy. <laughs> well, wait a minute though. I think an argument can be made, respectfully, but... Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, what, no, I want to hear it. I, do, I love Do this. we just have to neglect all of our pop culture faves in the apocalypse? Do I not get to love things I used to love before the world ended? Mm. Like, do I just give that up completely? I mean, if you think about it, wouldn't a Deadpool costume in the apocalypse be that much more valuable? Because I assume everything else has been, like, looted or destroyed in fires <laughs> or just, like, abolished by atomic bombs. So, like, this is scarcity. Like, you no longer have people producing this to make a profit. Am I not right? You're, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, that, I think that is the crux of a lot of the arguments. Yeah. Is, like, what's authentically post-apocalyptic and what's cinematically post-apocalyptic. Okay. Like, okay. for example, they don't they haven't banned jeans. Uh-huh. Cause in a real post-apocalypse, everyone's gonna be wearing jeans. That's the only piece of clothing uh, sturdy enough to hold up to an apocalypse. Well, not the way they but make it. But when you anymore. get four thousand people wearing jeans, it's it's a little too low effort. Yeah. Uh, it's not a costume. And yes. so I can like, see that. God help you if you show up in like Jeans that are not at least ripped up and covered in fake blood and dirt. Like, oh, God. 
people would be like, "What are you doing, man? What are you doing? What are, you just you just paid two hundred dollars to show up at a at a at a desert cosplay event and you're wearing Levi's? Oh like, my god! Come on. <laughs> Even though they're realistic, yeah, they're absolutely realistic for post apocalypse, but you wouldn't see them in Fury Road. Well, how many days is the event? Uh, five days. It's five days. Yeah, it started out just a weekend, and now the name gets more and more ironic with every year. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's not really weekend. It's like a now. It's like a what is it? Thursday through Sunday? Is it Friday Saturday? No, I guess it's Wednesday through Sunday now. Yeah, I for, pre- for me it's more like a ten day event because I'm building teardown, so I show up early and I leave late. Yeah, and uh, it's even more fun for me. Yeah, I get, to, <laughs> I get to stay after. But I mean, doing it for a whole week, it's like. Do you do a different costume every day? Like what? I just don't understand the mechanics of like, how do you, (laughs) it seems a lot to perfect. It seems super fun, but a lot to prepare for. You know, I, that, yeah, no, that's a lot of people would agree. It's uh, I, I like to do it low effort for me. The apocalypse, you don't get to prepare for it. That's the whole fun of it. Mm. You, You get to throw together your costume out of whatever you had sitting around. Yeah. You, you make your costume out of stuff you find in the garage. Yeah. And stuff you manage to scavenge. Yeah. And uh, you build it out of hot glue and, and <laughs> hot glue and rivets. Oh my uh, God. And then, but you don't really, no one tells you the apocalypse is coming. So like, if it's a little too polished, a little too clean, a little too perfect, it doesn't feel authentic to me. Hmm. So I'm, I just, I've got a bunch of old military surplus garbage. Oh yeah. You just and, have uh, that lying around. I, some of it. <laughs> oh my god! There's a there's a military surplus place near uh, south of downtown that has a the, they throw events and they've got a big dollar pile. What? So you can just paw through the dollar pile and pick stuff out. Yeah, that is something weird about Los Angeles. I've noticed here. I haven't really seen maybe one place in Boston, but there are a lot of military surplus stores just oh, yeah. there. Like there's a giant <laughs> one in the middle of Hollywood. I think isn't it like a it's a bright oh, yeah. colored building. Um. And it's just there, and it's taking up so much, so much of this whole block. Yeah. And it makes me wonder, like, how many people are really going in there regularly? I every time I go past, I'm just like, I'm in my car, like straining my neck to see if someone's coming in or out, and I don't yeah. see it. I've never even been to. That is it one. a government funded thing? I have no idea. I, I don't, don't think it is. Well, sh- I think like I most of the stores these days, it, see, it feels like a third of it's actual military surplus, and the rest of it's like paintball equipment yeah. and camping gear. Okay. All right. Uh, so that's fair enough, I guess, <laughs> but also like Dick's sporting goods. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Is there one of those around here? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, by the Walmart in Burbank Glendale area. Oh, Burbank. I had no idea. There's a lot of great, and there's actually parking. So it's really nice. Oh, having parking. How I novel. I know. Right. I have no idea what that's like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, parking wouldn't be a problem in the apocalypse, though. No, it's great. Yeah. Everyone's dead. <laughs> We're all in the desert, inexplicably. Uh, we've decided to choose to live in the middle of the desert. I but, assume because everything else is radioactive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you can put your car wherever the hell you like. I feel like, well, here's the thing, though. Because we can't plan when the apocalypse is happening, I feel like it's probably going to happen during rush hour because it's mostly rush hour all the time in LA. Like yeah. even when you don't think it's going to be, it is because yeah, yeah. rush hours, like 24 a, rush hours a day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but that means that let's say just like, boom, it, shit's happening. People die. And so all the cars are still left on the highways, mm-hmm. like in this. So you're not really getting around 
all the cars that are still there. And a lot of them are probably still taking up the best parking spots on the streets because that's where they were before, <laughs> yeah. right? Because like when you get a good parking spot, you fucking Uber to work oh, if you, you need to that, after. Yeah. yeah, you just like, like leave I've your car. I've got the spot. I'm going to leave my car here forever. Yeah, I've definitely done that at least once just because I've been like, you know what? Um, me possibly getting a parking ticket by moving it over there for one night. I'm just going to Uber. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've definitely spent a half an hour looking for parking in this neighborhood before. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Uh, and this is one of the better ones, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Guys, Los Feliz <laughs> is where it's at. I'm telling you right now. It's not bad. Yeah. So when you go to Wasteland Weekend, you go with your wife? Uh, I do now. I <laughs> I do now. <laughs> I do now. She, she, she is an avid indoorsman. Okay. She's she's. Very, I can relate. She's very pale and Irish, and the sun does not like her. Oh God! Yeah. Um, and so it's it's a testament to how much she inexplicably loves me that she Aww. would come out to a thing in the middle of the desert and voluntarily get that dirty. Oh, that's super <laughs> cute. Do you do couples apocalypse costumes? You know, we've we've never been organized enough to actually. Okay. Uh, I mean, sometimes I'll steal her dress and wear it. Amazing. It's an apocalypse. Like, no one's going to tell you you can't wear a dress. Yeah I, yeah. I don't really think we can be pretty strict about our gender norms in the apocalypse. <laughs> no. And also, dresses are awesome. Yeah. No one told me how comfortable they are. Well, well pro- yeah, sometimes they can be. I'll sometimes give you that. No, obviously, some of them are obviously not <laughs> at all. All my dresses have pockets. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. You've had like the primo dress experience, it sounds like. You've oh, got absolutely. the best of the best. Yeah. I'm jealous. Where yeah. are these dresses? Where are you get where are you and your wife getting them? Oh, they're Molly's dresses. She <laughs> she's she she loves she's got one of those uh, she's got the iPhone giant, whatever whichever one's huge. X or whatever. I mean it's not one of the Just newest a big it's, one. It's it's one of the very big ones from yeah. a few years ago, and so you need big pockets. So oh, okay. she, she buys dresses with pockets. So she has to like form her wardrobe around her phone now. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks and, a lot. But the beauty is we're the yeah, same height, so I can mostly wear all of her dresses. Oh my god, stop. We That's wear this she steals my pants constantly and I steal her dresses on the regular. Oh my god. <laughs> so you've talked about being dirty a lot too. Mm-hmm. So you no showering in the desert. Like, what is the what is the hygiene deal? Because oh, <laughs> I'm because like now you've got me considering going. But again, mm-hmm. avid endorsement. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So what, you know, there's there's ways to get a shower. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, there is there is a place maybe ten miles down the road where you can get a good shower. Yeah. So if you need to, you can leave the event, go take a shower, come right back. Um, also, there's. This old guy, and I don't know his name, Uh-oh. but he brings like a thousand gallons of water and a big old solar rig on his truck, and he uh-huh. offers people showers. Uh-huh, with a little camera on the inside? I think he <laughs> pretends that he's like a weird creeper who's going to watch you shower, uh-huh. but then he isn't. You just go, can I have a shower? And he goes, yeah, absolutely. Take take your time. And then he, you just have a nice private shower that doesn't have any cameras or creepers. Or just like a little pinhole. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, wow. Not not that I would mind, but yeah, absolutely. That, that guy <laughs> that guy gives out showers the entire time, and people love him as soon as they realize he's not an actual creeper. I think he's cosplaying as a creeper. Yeah, that w- that's his post-apocalyptic yeah, character. Because they still creepers exist. Creepers still. absolutely they're exist. always going to exist. Unfortunately, oh, they're going to survive. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> creepers and cockroaches. Oh my god. <sighs> yeah. Roaches. No, I, I can't. Let's not, please. I can't. I really can't. I had to deal with them at a point, no. and I can't. I'm done. Um, so, so as as a newbie to possibly going to Wasteland Weekend at some point in my life, how would I prepare? 
emotionally, physically, what would I bring? Like how, how does one just like kind of go and do it? Because it's, it's a large experience. If I don't have like a spouse or someone to bring with me or like Mm -hmm. even a buddy who's willing to do this. So I'm coming along. So like, what would you say to people who want to do that? Um, they've got a Facebook group. It's called Wastelander Central. Uh, Okay. You can go on there and you can ask for tips. They actually have uh, YouTube videos that people have put together. Oh my gosh. uh, Like Wasteland Bootcamp. Like yes. what, what to do if you don't know what you're doing, what to bring, you bring all the, the trick is mm-hmm. you bring enough water, you bring way too much water and right. you bring way too much booze and whatever you didn't bring, you can trade water and booze for them. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. It's do, great. I'm or just, people will just give you things. Yeah. You just go, oh, I feel like I'm missing something here in my costume. And somebody will pull a thing out of their pocket and go, I'd strap this to yourself. Yeah. It's amazing. So what's the coolest thing you've received then? Um, or most useful. Most useful. Uh, I did. I got a. I got a piece of uh, chain mail that someone made out of bottle caps. What? I won it in a dice game. What? We were. We were. We were. <laughs> we were playing a dice game right in the middle of the road, uh, not twenty feet from the actual. There's a casino at Wasteland. We were like, nah, we're just gonna play. Nah. We're just gonna play dice in the game. And we oh were playing God. a game, and everyone. We didn't have any tokens. We were all just betting with. One guy was betting, he, he anteed in with a Bowie knife, and one guy threw in a, a Pop-Tart. Oh, my God. <laughs> and this other guy throws in, like, a piece of one-foot-by-one-foot chain mail that he made out of bottle caps. What? And I won, the, and I won that piece of chain mail. Wow. It's, it's so cool. Like, I would, never, I would never go through that much work to make chain mail out of bottle caps. Because I'm by lazy. Well, yeah. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Wait, wait, but what do you, so you just, what do you, where is it now? Um, I attach, it, it hooks onto my kilt. Oh, of course it does. Yeah, of course it does. <laughs> Why did I even ask? <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, actually, no, there was there was a fun gift that someone gave me. It's um, I brought my jet ski, mm-hmm. and the people who were camping next door, they they saw my jet ski, and something was missing in their mind. So okay. they they snuck over in the night, and they replaced my my bottle cap with a giant dildo. Oh my god. One of like one of those big translucent guys. Stop it. Yeah. So it's just like this big like pink jelly dildo. Oh my god. That's just stuck in my gas spout right in front of the headlight. <laughs> oh no. So at night when I'm driving the thing around, the first thing you see is this is this big dildo oh my god. just flopping around with every bump. What perfectly lit with my headlight. Oh my um, god. Dildo so, dildo gas cap. Wow. So there are pranks at Wasteland Weekend. Oh lots of pranks. Oh god. Oh my god. <laughs> There's everyone's formed uh tribes. Oh so they, god. they camp together and they have a unified theme. You can be a tribe and you can be in the center of camp if your tribe looks good. Yeah. Um looks good? Wait. If looks you, if, good. If your setup is if your theme is good. Is if your okay. if your camp looks fully themed. And people want to see what you've built. I um, see. Yeah. You can be in the center of camp and you can be a, a main attraction. But and, how do they know what your camp's going to look like ahead of time? Um, uh, basically, if you can mock up your camp somewhere oh. and take pictures of it. Or if you were just there the previous year. And you've yeah. Proved, you've, proved, you've proved yourself as yes. someone who can, who can build a good camp. Oh, okay. Well, of course, um, there are social hierarchies. And oh, absolutely. Yeah. God, it's hilarious. God. But there's tribes constantly pranking each other. Oh my god! Uh, kidnapping each other's members. What? Yeah. How do they kidnap them? I mean, it's all—it's all in good fun. No one ever. Of gets course, hurt, yeah. But, no, no. But no. there's a lot of driving around and grabbing people and shoving them in a van. <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> and then and then sending ransom notes. Oh my god! <laughs> this feels like a like a 
just a live action D and D game. It kind of is. Yeah. There are a lot of D and D players at Wasteland. Oh, I can't imagine. I love D and D. So everyone, I was going to say, these sounds like my people. Oh, absolutely. Everyone pretends to be super tough, but also like they just want to like get around. There, there are D and D games at Wasteland. Oh, that'd huge, be fun. Huge, yeah, it's great. I don't even know. I've never played, and I oh. I keep meaning to, but there's so many other things to do at Wasteland and so many things to see that I haven't gotten around to it. Yeah, and it's it's a time dedication thing for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm bringing a bicycle next year just so I can get I can move around faster and actually get to all the things. How large is the whole thing spread out? A couple miles, or um, I think the land the land that they're that they own is I think 160 acres, mm-hmm. but I think they're only using like a quarter of that. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, Plenty of room to expand. Yeah. I heard uh, Desert Land is actually pretty affordable. It's not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. We were A friend of mine and I were looking at a land in Joshua Tree. Just just really, what does that go for? Yeah. And there's a lot, but yeah. I'm skeptical because I'm like, what, what are all the hookups you need so you don't have to be Wasteland Weekend every time you go to your plot in Joshua Tree? <laughs> Just when you choose to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a little plot out in Boron. Um, oh, where's Boron? It's actually pretty close to Wasteland. Oh, okay. Turns out my my um, my grandfather-in-law, long dead, but he bought land out there because he was like, L.A. is expanding. This land's going to be valuable. Oh. It's not. I'm sorry. But now I've got a place to camp. That's so cool. Yeah. Do you camp there for Wasteland or no, you camp close like in the whole setup central yeah. Yeah, I'm never in the center because my camp is never all that good. <laughs> That's a lot of effort. And yeah. I'm not into a lot of effort. How many people are per tribe? Per tribe. Um, and it could be, I think, any anything from um, anything from five or six all the way up to, like, there's, there's some tribes that are, like, a few dozen. Yeah. And if you're going for the first time and you have, like, one or two people with you, how do you, like, join a tribe? Um... Just kind of know people, talk to people in the Facebook group you mentioned, maybe? Yeah, you, yeah, you can definitely do that. Um, for a first year, I would recommend not joining a tribe just yet. Okay. There's always So you don't have to join a tribe. Oh, no. I thought that was God, like a... No. Okay. Oh, no, you don't have to. Okay. Um, there's, there's always... Uh, being in a tribe is great. You've got like a, a camp that's themed up and lots of really high effort stuff, but that's a lot of labor. Yeah. And so someone's always got to hold down the fort because people want to come by and check your shit out. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> one, maybe one day I'll do it. Yeah. That sounds amazing. <laughs> well, is there anything else people should know about Wasteland Weekend or that you want to share or hmm. anything at all? Something we missed? Um, I think the most important thing is like everyone looks terrifying <laughs> and they're not. Yeah. Everyone just wants to give you barbecue and beer. Wow. Um, and just, just keep that in mind. <laughs> That's my kind of event. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> well, thanks, Chops. Glad to be here. Yeah, thanks good for to having have me you. Here. That's it for this week, super fans. And hey, remember, have fun out there. <laughs> <laughs>